Welcome back. This is Survived. With Sophie. And Lexi. We started telling our survive stories in college and we're moving on to bring you guys more. Through many different topics. I hope all you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And I hope no one dropped the turkey. Yes, or anything else bad. (laughs) No, I will wonder... Yeah, hopefully everyone had a good cooking experience, too, this year. Yes. You always hear about some terrible cooking stories with that. I know. Usually my, like, it, like at least one or two friends usually tell me about their cooking experience, and I haven't had any. Yeah. Me either, because I don't eat turkey. <laughs> All right, so since it is going to be December when this episode comes out, we decided, and today is Survived a Ghost for you guys, we decided, (laughs) yes, we're going to do Christmas-themed Survived a Ghost. Just because, you know, we're getting into the holiday spirit and, you know, Lexi's all about the holidays. <laughs> I am in that case. I guess, yeah, if I had to say, like, if there's one thing I'm absolutely obsessed with, it is. Would it be Christmas or, like, Halloween? If you had to choose one. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know. Like, I just love them both equally so much because, like, Halloween comes around first, so I'm, like, so excited for that. But then after Halloween, you get Christmas. And then after that, you just have to wait for Halloween again. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. So they're equal. Yeah, I can't choose. You can't ask me to choose between Halloween or Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't think I could ever do that. Well... I am in some Christmas jammies right now, getting ready for this episode. So everyone else, grab your cup of hot cocoa, light your candles, settle on in, because we got a good Survived a Ghost for you, and it might be one that you already know. Yeah, I'm excited for everyone to hear this one. All right. Lexi, would you like to start us off? I would love to. So, we will be talking about A Christmas Carol, who has Ebenezer Scrooge in it, um, who is an old man who is very miserable in life, and he has a business partner named Jacob Marley. And this business partner passes away, and there are a few things that come to life one Christmas Eve night. And we will talk about that here shortly. Mm -hmm. So, A Christmas Carol was first published on December 19th, 1843. Wow. And it had its first edition sold out by Christmas Eve. Which is crazy. (laughs) That's a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. By 1844, the novella had gone through 
13 printings, and it still continues to be a great seller more than 175 years later. That's crazy. Everyone has heard of this story, I feel like. It's very popular, and it's a classic. It's very popular, and there's so many movies made of it. Um, But at first... The author, Dickens, didn't make very much money from the early editions of A Christmas Carol. Even though it was a bestseller, he um, was very fiducious about um, the end papers and how the book was bound. And the price of the materials really took out a big chunk of his profits. Hmm. So he was a very picky person. Yeah, he wanted it to look nice and obviously like... It paid off in the end because it's still a bestseller 175 years later. Mm-hmm. However, the character of Ebenezer Scrooge and the poor people living in the city of London at the time drew from real people in places. Scrooge is believed to be based on two different men, kind of bound into one character. The first potential origin story is a deceased merchant named Scroggy or Scroogey? Scroogey? I think it's Scroogey. Scroogey? Okay. Who was noted in Dickens' notebook as a sad and mean individual. Wow. (laughs) Sad and mean individual. You know, I wonder how he did, like, did he meet this person? Was he acquaintances with this person? Or, you know, how well did he know this real Scroogey person? That's an interesting name to have. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was 1844. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I think that the characters are kind of based off of real people, but, like, not exactly. Like, they kind of, it's a spinoff almost. Mm-hmm. That's my impression of A Christmas Carol. But if you guys remember Tiny Tim and the rest, and the rest of the Crotchet family, um, they are all based on an issue that was very close to the author's heart, um, also known as Dickens. In his work, he made no secret of his feelings towards poverty and how it was just engulfing the lower class of London at the time. And he could see how it was spreading across the United Kingdoms. Uh, He was horrified, um, not only by the crazy amount of work hours and dangerous environments that people were put through, but also just the abuse that children went through being used for cheap labor and... No one really cared about their safety or well-being in the end. Wow. I mean, yeah, he does. I mean, I feel like all writers do try to pull from things that they want to talk about and they just make it into, you know, they put it into their story. That's crazy, though. So Dickens was heavily inspired by a collection of interviews with certain child workers that he had been 
uh, gathered with a journalist friend. And that is according to Time magazine. He used the book A Christmas Carol to kind of show all of that, like Lexi said. And there had been many adaptations of the story still on the screen as well through the movies from getting what that says kind of across the page if you know what I mean because you know a writer will have an idea and then he'll have he'll gather information but through the story and through even a movie that gets produced sometimes that message gets lost or sometimes there's people that don't even gather that message. And if you guys haven't seen the movie or read the book, definitely do that. But there is also, you know, many, I don't want to say spinoffs, but retellings of The Christmas Carol in different things like what are the different examples, Lexi? Do you know what other ones um, have done the Christmas Carol than the original movie? You know, there's a bunch of movies who who go off that kind of same story. Um, at this moment, I don't really know. Um, but moving forward, the main characters, in my opinion, are the ghosts of this story. And we're going to talk about every single ghost that visited Scrooge on the night of Christmas Eve. And there are four of them in total. You might not think so because there's um, the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of yet to come. But we forget about Jacob Marley, which is Scrooge's best friend in the beginning. And he dies. Mm. So he's the first one to visit Scrooge. Um, so Jacob Marley, also known as Marley's ghost, was Scrooge's old um, business partner. And then the night when Ebenezer Scrooge returns home, he sees that the door knocker on his door to his into um, what would have been Jacob Marley's uh office was kind of turning and so scrooge that night went home and went to bed and then at the hours in the morning it started not at, it was like a couple i don't know what i'm talking about but anyways i don't really know where my mind was going there it just kind of started rambling and i was like wait a minute that's not what i meant to say <laughs> so sorry guys <laughs> So that night um, on Christmas Eve, Jacob Marley paid his friend Scrooge a little visit. And basically, he went to go see Scrooge as a punishment for all of his greedy ways. And Marley was forced to basically wander purgatory for the rest of his life with wearing heavy chains and bound to boxes of money and ledgers and basically everything that like he thought was his happiness really just like affected him in his life and 
he basically came back to tell Scrooge that if he wants to avoid purgatory, which is what's going to happen to him if he doesn't shape up, um, that he will also suffer the same fate as him. And that he is warning him that there will be three ghosts that will visit him tonight. And Scrooge said he must either listen, not Scrooge, Marley, I'm sorry guys, basically told Scrooge that if you don't listen to them, you're going to suffer. So pick one or the other. I'm here to tell you, you do in the end. You do you in the end though. Hmm. You do you, boo. Interesting. Came back and said, hey, knock it off. I mean, if I was a ghost and I had to come back and tell my friend that, I just would tell them that. Yeah. That is really interesting. That he came back and kind of, like, warned him that this was going to happen and that he was going to have a choice. And that if he doesn't choose right, then he could, you know, bad things happen. Right. Karma is real. (laughs) It most certainly is. So, the number two ghost is the ghost of Christmas past. And I guess this is technically a fictional character in the Christmas Carol, but it is one of the three ghosts, um, or one of the four ghosts, I should say, that visit Scrooge that night. And following the visit from Marley's ghost, Scrooge receives a nocturnal visit from the ghost of Christmas past. And this ghost is concerned with the all of the Christmases from Scrooge's past. Appearing to be both young and old, the spirit carries a very large cap in the shape of a candle extinguisher under his arm or under its arm from the top of its head shines a bright light which illuminates scrooge's memories that's kind of a cool thought like a very in-depth thought yeah so it's kind of just bringing them backwards into time back into time So, our third ghost is the ghost of Christmas Present, who is also a a fictional character. And this is the third ghost of the four that makes an appearance to offer Scrooge to say, um, just not follow in Jacob's path. Uh, He receives... A um, present let me try that again he receives um, the ghost after uh, the ghost of Christmas past made him a, a visit already, but the spirit first appears to Scrooge on a throne made of a traditional Christmas foodstuffs, 
That would have been made um, back in 1843. And this would have kind of related to a lot of the readers that Dickens had. Um, The spirit becomes the mouthpiece for Dickens on the view of a social reform and a Christian charity generosity and a goodwill to like all men and especially the poor and to basically celebrate Christmas day. Um, If you remember in the movie, it kind of looks like Santa Claus in a way. So basically just like a happy, jolly man, um, just spreading Christmas cheer everywhere. Hmm. Yeah. And ghost four out of four that visits that visits Scrooge that night is the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Or the ghost yet to come. And also this is a fictional character in the Christmas Carol. And following the visit of the ghost of Christmas present. This ghost comes into Scrooge's evening time and kind of is ominous in a sense. It's very silent of the ghosts, especially since the last visitor was kind of happy and jolly. Um, It kind of shows a version of Christmas Day in the near future after his own death. So it's almost, it's very, very kind of, like I said, ominous. (laughs) Yeah, like the Grim Reaper just taking him on like a little stroll again. It's like spooky. This is what's going to happen if you don't choose right. So, yeah, those were the ghosts that visited Scrooge that night. And going back to uh, what I said earlier, wondering if there was any different, how many different versions of the Christmas Carol there actually is, because I'm pretty sure there's like a lot. The Internet Movie Database lists more than 100 versions, including a video game, a 1908 short starring Tom Ricketts. And a 2015 TV movie, A Christmas Carol and Zombies. <laughs> of course, that was made in 2015. That's when all the zombie stuff was going on. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Everybody was always talking about it. But that's crazy. More than 100 different versions of this have been made. I know. It doesn't even seem like... I feel like it's just crazy how many times you can, like, spin one thing off. But I guess if you have 175 years to do it, it'd be pretty easy. Mm -hmm. Um, Bah humbug, which is one of the very popular expressions used in the movie, is really only said twice. It's only said twice throughout the entire movie. Bah humbug. Wow, really? Mm Mm-hmm. You'd think that be it was said more. I know, especially with the way that it's used. It's like it's a very familiar. Like you say it, and everyone knows. Yeah, it's like ah, oh, nerds or like 
fiddlesticks or something. Yeah. Do you use those expressions? Fiddlesticks? Yeah. Like No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like today I dropped something in the kitchen and I was like, oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> I've heard you say that, but I've never heard anyone else say that. Okay, that's why I think, like, I have an old soul that lives inside me, because, like, I'll say, like, old fiddlesticks, just, like, I'm cute. Like, it's normal for me. We call it, I like to call her Bertha. She lives inside me. <laughs> um, but the other fun fact um, about this movie is you guys know when um, Scrooge goes to visit Tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit on Christmas Day? Well, in the novel, the way that it's written, um, especially back in that day, while Scrooge does wake up a changed man, he never actually goes over to their house. Um, So he doesn't go and prove it? No. No. But I guess he's changed. Like, he's a changed man. He doesn't do... He's not going to do the same thing. So he, like, feels it himself. So he's like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, he was like, no, I don't want to do that. So maybe he changed himself in the end. I mean, it says he did, so... Gotta believe that. Yeah. Huh. I guess I personally have never read the book. I'm more of a movie person myself, so... I can't say I've read this book, either. Cannot say it. Interesting. I know. Well, um, throughout the years, obviously 175 years, there has been many spinoffs, many different ways of how the story has been said, narrated and it's just very interesting to mm-hmm. see every single aspect I feel like for our listeners this is probably really like cringy and cheesy but I don't know if anyone has ever done this probably um, what if you were to After this episode, just think about what would your, you know, ghost of Christmas past, ghost of Christmas present, and ghost of Christmas future look like for you? You know? Like, if they they were to visit you on Christmas Eve, what would they all look like? And how would they talk? How would they act? You know, would they be nice? Would they be mean? You know, it's kind of more of like um, a self-awareness type of thing. I feel like mine would be each of my children, which they're not real human children, but I call them my children. Furry friend children. (laughs) They have hair on them, (laughs) like all over their bodies, but I have a feeling like they would come back as those three. And then just like no Jacob Marley ghost. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or it would be my sister would be showing up as Jacob Marley. What do you think, Sophie? You know, I would have to have a little bit more time to think about it. Because right now I only have one 
for a baby. So that won't work for me. No, that's true. It could be a sibling. That's true. Yeah, very interesting to think about. Hmm. And who knew when that, when the Christmas Carol was made, it was going to be the biggest Christmas story hit probably forever, honestly. I know. I feel like I need to go watch it now. (laughs) Everybody have a movie marathon. Now you know a lot more about it, right? (laughs) Exactly. Well, we do have some exciting, we have a special surprise coming up for everybody, but you will not be getting it till next week. Um, We just kind of want to keep it under wraps until we release it, because I think everyone's going to be really surprised, but we're very excited for this surprise that we have for you. I said surprise a lot in that sentence, so it's fine. For a second, my brain was like, oh my gosh, what surprise is it? And then I just thought of it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Especially, like, if you go to, into a different room and you're like, what am I here for? <laughs> like, why did I come up the stairs? Oh, wait. I need to go back downstairs. Yeah. All right, guys. Yes, yeah, so wait till next week. It'll be super fun. This whole month. Stay tuned. Hope you guys have a great December. Get in the holiday spirit. If you, whatever you celebrate or if you don't celebrate at all, I hope happiness surrounds you. And you stay out of the cold weather if you're it's, in cold weather. It's the holiday season. <laughs> okay. That was kind of corny. Anyways, happy December. Yes. And if you have not already, don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on our Instagram, which is... Do you want me to say it? Survived with... Survived underscore with underscore Sophie underscore Anne underscore Lexi. (laughs) Yes, that. That very long underscores i don't know why there's so many underscores instagram i tell you i don't know (laughs) and this has been with sophie and lexi bye goodbye